What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the usual weekly show where two brothers get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. My name is Ethan, and as always, I am joined by the thundering 30-year-old, Honest Nick. <laughs> thundering 30-year-old. I don't know if I'm going to like get used to that name. Take two. This, I'm is, not... this is take two of the, uh, of the yeah. intro. Yeah. Um, I like how you said usual weekly show because yep. typically it, it is a weekly show but there are times when either I, i'm just not good and specific but there are times when our episode just isn't dropped yeah for, uh, for reasons technical personal emotional lots all, of reasons all why. the above yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah i'm ha- i i had a rough week last week and that's why we didn't record on our usual day wednesday and then mm-hmm. Thursday came around and we recorded a full episode and then my computer was like, you know what? You only get, you only get 11 minutes of this. And I was like, okay, so we didn't really have an episode last week. Yeah. And it was always, it was the first 11 minutes of the episode. So we got a lot of intro and talking about each other and didn't really have quality content. (laughs) If we had released it, it basically would have been, Hey man, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And that was the end of the episode. (laughs) So, all right. See you next week. Let's, let's talk about Mortal Kombat and then. (laughs) And then, yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about a lot of stuff last week that just got lost. I don't lost think we're going to be able to recreate the magic. No, probably not. Probably not. But, dude, anyway. Oh, well. How are you? How the heck are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, I had a busy day yesterday. I got my uh, second vaccine shot for the COVID-19 pandemic Ooh. or disease or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So I uh, struggled through today. The side effects, I got the Moderna, so the side effects were uh, pretty intense for for a couple hours this morning and last night was rough um between the sweats and the chills and the weird dreams and the tossing and turning mm. so luckily I'm, I'm on the mend i feel much better just a sore arm from where the shot was uh done on my left shoulder hell so, yeah dude but yeah i'm pretty pumped to be vaccinated feel really lucky and blessed to have had the opportunity to get it so very awesome news for for me yeah <laughs> 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 Just a nice little humble brag right there. Yeah, fuck, I'm it's, fucking vaccinated. It's fucking great to be me, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, it's I'm 30 and vaccinated, so that's all that matters. Yeah, the thundering 30-year-old vaccinated Honest Nick. Yeah, that's me. But other than that, it's been uh, pretty chill. Um, started a baseball practice again, so I know I talk about that a lot, and I'm very excited for baseball to come around, so... Started a practice again this past week and just been chilling, watching stuff and listening to stuff. Always discovering new music. Hey, hey, hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, yeah, talking about baseball practice, man. I had my first baseball practice of the uh, of the spring and it was mm-hmm. it was great. I threw off the mound for the first time since I was in like, I don't know, so for the first time since like 2014. So like the yeah, year, you're after, in college. I, the year you, after I graduated high school. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun. I'm excited to be able to uh, play this play this year. And mm-hmm. today, in great in the great in the granite state, it was a a nice 52 degrees. So I was chilling, mm-hmm. chilling outside. It was we took Bronco to the dog park. We're just hanging around, and it was a good time. And I was like, man, this is baseball weather, and I want to be playing baseball right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy how like. 48 for like 45 to 50 degrees in february feels like spring but oh man it felt so good november, when it's in october and november we're bundling up and 
I, uh, acting like it's negative five. Oh, yeah. I had a I had a, I had a rough morning this morning. I I went and Tiff uh, Tiff took a personal day from work, so she was she was home, and I was like, I'll I'll go get Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast this morning. We'll get we'll get some breakfast sandwiches, some coffee. It'll be a great time. And I walked outside. I was like, wow, it's really warm out. It's super nice. Today's gonna be a great day. We I went I went and got the uh, the coffees and the sandwiches, and was coming back, and I also got a half a dozen donuts, and I had the half a dozen donuts <laughs> in my hand, and I had my coffee, and I was put the coffee on top of the half a dozen donuts to unlock my door. And as soon as I walked through the door, my coffee dropped to the floor. The cup broke and the coffee literally just went everywhere. Like it's, it's still on the wall back there. I just haven't cleaned it up. It's on the Yikes. wall. It was in Tiff's Michael Kors bag. It was on the bottom of it. And I was just like, it is nine 30 in the morning. And I am <laughs> so mad right now. I am so mad. Well, so your first mistake was putting putting the heavy ass coffee on top of the box of donuts. Like the donuts can go sideways, you know that, right? So like, I did it. Your arm. I did it to unlock the big door, the downstairs door, to get into the building. I was like, oh, I could do it again mm-hmm. just to walk into my apartment. And so mm. that was my mistake. I, I did. I you pulled it off once, but couldn't do it again. I couldn't catch lightning in a bottle twice, you know. And nope. Uh, nope. so I spent the next like twenty minutes wiping down the floor, mopping the floor, and I was like, I'm just going to go get another coffee. So I went back to Dunks. And yeah, I was going to say, at least, did you at least have the uh, courtesy to go back and get another coffee? Yeah. Although it was your coffee, It was right? my it coffee. coffee. Yeah, it was my coffee. Uh, and it was <sighs> it was a bummer, dude. It looked so good. It looked so good. <laughs> did but the second one look as good as the first no, one? No, and I think it's because I was... I, I, I think it was disappointment. It didn't taste as good either, probably because... Yeah, because you were all pissed off and in a bad mood. Because I had to spend an extra $3 to get coffee that I already technically had at one point in my life. Hey, in these trying times, $3 is a lot of money. Uh, dude, you're telling me. <laughs> you're telling me. Um, But yeah, other than that, other than that, other than me dropping my coffee, I'm, I had a pretty good day, dude. It was fucking warm. Mm-hmm. And like, like I was talking about before, it feels like I need to play baseball right now. Yeah, it's super the, nice out. The fact that spring training started last week is uh, another big thing. I was like, uh, I just want to—I want to be out there too. I want to be out there playing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watching watching all these baseball players in spring training always gets me hyped. I, I love like the spring training entrance videos and like the first batting practice and fielding videos. Like they're always so awesome to me. Yeah, it's great. It's a great time. It's a great time to be alive. Uh, Nick, you mentioned you you watched some things though. Uh, yes, I've I've watched a lot of movies. Um, I just try to watch like after after I done making after the after I'm done making dinner I can talk I swear I'm I'm a little heavily medicated but <laughs> we're okay. Um, after I'm done making dinner I usually like to scroll all the streaming apps for a movie that I've never seen and I've been watching a, a movie a night the past few weeks actually but one of the movies I watched last week and actually talked about it on the lost episode that we lost last week uh, was Judas and the Black Messiah. Let me tell you. All right, let me start off by saying that that movie was one of the movies that I drafted in the 2021 movie draft, that fantasy the, the, draft. The that bros we did. talking oh, fantasy movie draft, yep. Yep, where the rules are uh, the higher it scores on Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, and IMDb, the more points it'll get for your team. So Judas and the Black Messiah was my second overall pick. It was awesome. I, I it's, a crazy, it's a crazy plot that I hadn't... It's it's a true story, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield are 
unbelievably awesome in that movie, and they should win all the awards. Best actor goes to Daniel Kaluuya. Best supporting actor goes to Lakeith Stanfield. I thought they were both awesome. That's it. I'm just wrapping um, up. Just 2022 yep. Oscars. That's it. You don't need an Oscars. I'll let you know who wins. <laughs> but no, the movie overall was amazing. Uh, I. I am ashamed to say that I didn't know the story of Fred Hampton and and what went on with the Black Panthers in that time, but watching this movie was just eye opening to me, and it was in it was insane. It was a captive, very captivating, very good movie. A couple, uh, I think it was two and a half hours long, but you didn't realize it because it flew by. But uh, if you want to give the scores to yeah, show how absolutely. many points that I got for for my team, uh, so the way we're doing this is we are making it so. Once again, I'll explain the scoring for people who didn't listen to that episode. If you want to go listen to that episode, it's on brostalkingpod.com. It's one of our most recent episodes. I think it's a couple weeks ago. Uh, So what we're doing is we are taking the average scores of IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic and averaging them out. And every point the movie gets above a 70, it's one point for your team. If it gets above a 90, it's two points for your team. And if it gets below, it's the, the opposite. So... Uh, right now on IMDb, Judas and the Black Messiah has a 7.8 on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 96 and on Metacritic, it has an 86, which averages out to an 86.6, which gives Nick's team 16.6 points. Hell yeah. It's a good start. So for the, for the first, first movie that to score points for either one of us, 16.6 points is a solid start. Yeah. So you are winning 16.6 to zero right now. Might as well call it. Call it. It's over. Season's over. Yeah, uh, and I think based we talked on, based on fantasy projections. I'm I'm projected to win. Now. We, so the way we're doing it is we're capping the scores uh, the week we record after the movie comes out. So if the movie comes out mm-hmm. on a Thursday, the next Wednesday when we record is when we cap them. It doesn't matter if people watch it later and give it a higher score or a lower score. We're capping it there. Um, yeah. So I, the scores that you just told everybody were from last week. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think we know which movie comes out next for either of our teams. I think it's your number one overall pick, uh, Raya, oh. Raya, Raya, and Raya the, Last the Last Dragon. Dragon. Yeah, that, that is comes that is correct. Next, comes out next month. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm nervous about that movie. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. It's it's the team behind Frozen cool. though, so cool. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to see what movies we picked and listen to us talk about it, just go back a couple episodes. Or you can go to our Facebook group. I posted the pictures there. Yep. So you can just at least see what movies we have on our team. Uh, Nick, we, we, we've also been watching WandaVision. That's a thing that, that we has have. been having. Uh, we sure have. Been. Looking forward to Fridays every day, now, every week now because WandaVision is just so fucking amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. But we won't. Uh, we haven't been talking about the plot. And we won't talk about the plot until we do like a kind of spoiler cast on it uh, after the season ends. We're gonna do like a, just what we thought about it and just have a little bit of a discussion mm-hmm. about that. Um, but today, on February twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one, they released the name for the next Spider Man film, and I want sure to did. know your thoughts on it. It is called. It's Spider Man. Called- Oh, oh fuck! What is it called? Isn't it Never Coming Home? Or no, something like it's, that. It's, it's no way, no way home. No way, no home. way home. That's what it is. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, I, I mean, I don't really have many thoughts other than every single movie has had the word home in it. 
Homecoming, yeah, yeah. Far From Home, and Never Coming Home, or whatever. whatever, whatever no Way no Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. God damn, well, I don't know why I'm saying Never Coming Home. Um, never coming the, the announcement home, was... Never the, yes. The <laughs> announcement of the the name was awesome. It was where, really cool. uh all three of the main cast members, Zendaya, Tom Holland, and I can never remember Jacob, his name. Uh, Jacob something. Yeah. Please, Ned. They all posted. Ned. Yeah. Yep. Ned. They all po- posted different name titles that were really funny. So I thought that was cool. But then the uh, announcement of the actual name showed a lot of connections between WandaVision and uh, yep. the Spider Man movie. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Which, uh, again, no spoilers for Wanda- or WandaVision yet. Uh, I think. I think. It probably has something to. I think the latest episode, which was the the big reveal episode, if you will, uh, has a lot to lead. It leads into a lot of Phase Four of the MCU. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, they also gave the release date of Spider-Man De- too. December twenty twenty one. That movie's yep. getting pushed back. It's not it has out. to. It's not coming out in December. December's a terrible time for movies to come out. Why? Well, I guess it's not. Star Wars came out. All <laughs> the Star Wars came out in December, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Christmas blockbuster. Yeah, yeah but I feel then like, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. For, I'm. I'm. Because then it's in time for Oscar season too. Yeah, like fucking Spider Man is gonna get nominated for an Oscar. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's always good movies that are released like November, December area. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but no, that movie's getting delayed. Most likely. I think it's coming out. I think it comes out in March. March 2022. Because I think, I think. Black Widow gets pushed back, which then fucks up everything again, and everything keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. I don't know. Black Widow's scheduled to come out in May. It should be done by now. It's, I just, I know they're they're waiting up. They're waiting on people, um, not people, theaters to. Uh, that movie's been done. That movie's been done. Since I think it was about to come out, <laughs> and then it yeah, just didn't. It was, it, was, it was supposed to come out last May, and all the shit shut down in March. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't be surprised if uh, Spider Man No Way Home does not hit its December twenty twenty one release window um but until then we have so many fucking things to watch on disney plus and uh because wandavision ends uh in two weeks we get a making of wandavision and then we get falcon and the winter soldier which then we get a making of falcon and the winter soldier and then we get star wars we get bad batch Mm -hmm. uh and then after the bad batch we get loki because loki was pushed back to accommodate for bad batch um was it really mm mm-hmm which is gonna be crazy when they when it's twenty twenty when it's the end of twenty twenty one and they have so many shows coming out and so many movies coming out and they're gonna to have to put out Book of Boba Fett and whatever Marvel show and Mando season three and whatever Marvel show they're gonna to have to do them at the same time which is crazy they're, yeah. I think they're afraid yeah. to do it right now but that is pretty crazy there's a lot there's a lot coming out but we you mentioned we've been talking about Marvel for a second did you know that Endgame's record. Endgame's uh, box office record of highest grossing movie in an opening weekend was broken. By what? Did you know that? So it was oh. actually broken this past, this past weekend. The movie Detective Chinatown 3, yep. only released in China, grossed $163 million opening weekend, breaking the uh, record set by Avengers Endgame in 2019. It was bound to happen. That's crazy. Well, yeah, it was well, bound yeah, to happen. Bound and you knew it was going to be Detective John Tom 3. <laughs> oh, yep. I, when I read the plot, I was like, shit. That movie. Isn't that isn't it basically... Um, is it a comedy movie? Or is it an it's a, movie? It's like a 
it's like a buddy cop comedy. Is it like Rush it's Hour? It's very similar. To like it's like Rush Hour, the other guys, like that kind of thing. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So. so Detective Chinatown received tepid reviews, but COVID-19 travel restrictions drove many to the movies when they might have been journeying to their hometowns instead. Because it was during the Chinese New Year. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that that record is going to be shattered <laughs> when, when, when yeah, theaters when... open and shit happens and, like, the next big Avengers movie or whatever, the next whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, that movie, mm-hmm. yeah, that... Because there's a lot of money, there's a lot of money for movies in China. Like, it, it, like, and I know American movies like have to pass like a weird protocol thing to even get shown in China. Yeah. So with, with all their theaters being open, I'm sure Detective Chinatown Three might be broken soon. <laughs> next movie that comes out in China. Ray and the Last Dragon, perhaps. I don't know if that's maybe in in China. It, it's it's going to be uh, on demand on Disney Plus, so probably not coming out in theaters. Uh, yeah. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, which is, I'm not gonna watch that movie until like July when it becomes free on Disney yep. Plus. But because thirty dollars is a lot of mo- money for yeah, a, Disney a lot movie. of movie, <laughs> a lot of movie. Do you own it? You own it though, right? It's not like a rental. Or nah, is it like a I don't rental? know. I don't know. I think Mulan when they charged, you had to. It was like a rented for like either twenty four or forty eight hours or something like that. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Uh, it's very. Another fun fact of things. Uh, another fun fact for things that we we are going to be watching soon. There's only there are only 35 days until Godzilla vs Kong. Hey, that's that. That's all I got to say about that. I, I, I'm trying to do like a trying to figure out the logistics to do like a watch along with a bunch of people. Somebody suggested it to me the other day on Twitch. It's like you should do like a watch along and like we'll all talk about the movie while it's on. I was like, I don't know how to do that. But that sounds like a lot of fun. So maybe I'll that would try be to cool. Do maybe um, like try to stream stream it on your computer while also having Twitch well, open. Yeah, I guess. But like, I feel like it would be illegal to stream it on Twitch. <laughs> maybe because it's not it's not HBO Max is not available in other countries. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. So we'll, we'll I'll figure out a way. Maybe do like a watch along party. That'd be cool. Uh, That'd be fun. But for now, Nick, I'm gonna need you to put a minute on the clock. Tw- oh boy! <laughs> Twice because we have a double dose of the fast minute because we missed last week. Um. So yeah, Nick, minute on the clock, and I'm gonna play the intro. Bros talking presents the fast minute. Fast and Furious 6, which should have been called Furious 6, but then they made the next one called Furious 7, and this just doesn't make sense. We'll talk about that in a minute. But Fast and Furious 6 has one of the best openings and one of the best climaxes in the franchise, but unfortunately for everything else in the movie kind of falls flat to me. But I thought about it, and the more I think about this movie, the more I really, really, really enjoy this movie. There's a tank scene where there's a tank running over a bunch of people, and a lot of people die, which is a really fucking weird choice because they're just this tank is just running over families. Like there's there's just people going to the beach, there's people out enjoying their day, and this tank is just running down a highway, just fucking running them over. And it's like, what the hell is happening? It's a really bizarre choice for a franchise like Fast and Furious, and I think they kind of retcon it a little bit in the next one. Um, but you know, the, the best part of this movie is the 700-mile runway scene at the end of the movie. Uh, 
there, I think it was like a Mythbusters type thing did a thing where they had to see how long this runway would be to make sure everything that happened actually happens. And I think it was like 48 miles. Is that time? Sheesh. Yeah. It was, it was, so the runway had to be at least 48 miles. Um, but the longest runway in the world is seven miles. So, like, <laughs> so th- this definitely could not have happened, but it, it is the <laughs> coolest fucking thing ever. Uh, so it was just, busted. Giselle's death scene, spoilers for Fast and Furious 6, Giselle dies. But her her death scene is perfectly executed. She gets a badass death, and it gets Han to Tokyo, where he needs to do to set up the rest of the movies. Um, which uh, you get the best entrance of a villain ever in Jason Statham coming in. He's the one who murders Han because his brother is the villain in six. And here we go. This is this is what you get at the end of the movie. <clears throat> Dominic Toretto, you don't know me, but you're about to. It's just like fuck, fucking it. <laughs> how was that? How was that? Statham was it good? That was fantastic. <laughs> uh, but you also get the. I thought, icon- I thought, this, I thought Jason Statham was uh, hopping on the pod. Just the way he says Dominic Dominic Toretto. Um, you get the iconic barbecue scene at the end where Luda does the spit take because The Rock goes off script and starts talking about uh, Tyrese's forehead. It's just like, oh my god, it's just it's so good. I feel like the best way to describe this movie, though, and I, I think it's an it might be a little bit of an insult to Fast and Furious Six, is that I I want to call this the Age of Ultron to Fast Five's Avengers. It has some really so cool. Way. Really cool stuff in it, but it's not as good as the first team up like movie. A, like a cooldown kind of thing. Yeah, but it's also better than Age of Ultron. At the same, like <laughs> that. But the best way to describe it is that it's the second team up, but it's not as iconic as the first team up because it was the first team up. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um. But yeah, it sets up. It sets up seven really, really well. Uh. So yeah, but that's that's that, and my my new official ranking of the Fast and Furious franchise is Fast Five, Fast and Furious 6, Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious, The Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. And that's going to change in one minute. That's going to change in just a second. (laughs) So, Nick, I'm going to need you to put one more minute back on the clock. All right. I'll start when you start talking. When I started the Fast and Furious franchise, I was not aware that I would be bawling my eyes out at the end of one of these movies. This movie was a beautiful send-off to Brian O'Connor and also a beautiful send-off to Paul Walker. And it was just so emotional, and the ending was just fucking perfect with Vin Diesel's uh, voiceover saying that whether you're a quarter mile away or half mile around the world, you'll always be my brother. It's just like, goddamn, dude, it's fucking great. But with that being said, I feel like I'm worried for Fate of the Furious and F9 because Vin Diesel cannot carry these movies by himself. Fucking A. And and the whole the whole point of these movies is the brotherhood connection, the brother connection between Brian O'Connor and and Dominic Toretto, Dominic Toretto, you know? And they lose that because unfortunately Brian Paul Walker died. Uh you can also tell in this movie what the way you said that. Well, I'm saying like it, it, because of Paul Walker's death, it like it it kind of fucks with what these movies are, and it's unfortunate. Right. right. Uh, that's you can, fine, by the way. That's that's fine. You could tell that they cut had to cut down a lot of uh, Brian O'Connor's involvement or Paul Walker's involvement because they hadn't finished filming before he died, and mm-hmm. I think it damages the movie a, a decent amount because he's just kind of not 
in it <laughs> as much as he should be. And there's some scenes that just don't feel like they were going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, the the franchise is great because of the family dynamic of the group. But without Brian, they kind of lo- they lose one of the big family members. Um, so yeah, the the plot is all over the place. It's just not kind of coherent. Like if I describe this movie, I would describe it as the Rise of Skywalker, where it's just fucking go 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 go. One minute they're in Abu Dhabi, one minute they're here, one minute so it's just like all over the place. Um, but super convoluted. Yeah, but. The the ending scene, the send off to Paul Walker, kind of raises it in my book because it's just it's it's it, you can tell that it's not Dominic Toretto, Dom, Dominic Toretto. It's not Dominic Toretto saying goodbye to Brian O'Connor. It's Vin Diesel saying goodbye to Paul Walker. So right, that scene that scene is super iconic too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's been a long day. You know, it's just like oh god, tears, oh, yeah. tears. Yeah. Uh, so with that being said. My now ranking of the Fast and Furious franchise is Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six, Furious Seven, Tokyo Drift, The Fast and the Furious, The Fast and the Furious, and Too Fast, Too Furious. Awesome. Uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Spoiler alert: Will never, never move. (laughs) There's there's always going to be the bottom. There's not going to be a Fast and Furious movie worse than Too Fast, Too Furious. I feel like your bottom two or three are probably stuck there. Most likely. Um, what I really want to see, uh, what I want to see from the Fast and Furious franchise is give me a Ludacris and Tyrese Gibson spinoff. Give me a Tej and Roman Pierce spinoff. Fucking A, dude. I would go watch that in a heartbeat because Ludacris is fucking amazing in these movies. He he's is. just he's so awesome. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. I might have to watch the spit take again. It's so good. The, the barbecue scene in general is just so iconic. When. Roman grabs the chip first, and he eats, starts eating, and they're like, "Well, you gotta say grace." You start eating first, and the last scene is the last line is "Thank God for fast cars." It's just like, "God damn, dude, this movie is so <laughs> stupid." Oh man! But ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, you can catch this show usually every single Thursday at seven a.m. <laughs> Typically every single Thursday at seven a.m. Eastern time. If you want to be part of the show, head over to brostalkingpod.com where you can give us your questions, your comments, your concerns, and fears of any fears. Not fears. Fears. Fear, fear, fear. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you're afraid of. And give us your feedback of any kind. Uh, while you're over at brostalkingpod.com, you can click on the, the merch tab where you can get t-shirts like the ones I am wearing right now. The one I'm wearing. Hey. Finally got one. Uh, sweatshirts like the one that is sitting right over there on my chair. Uh, coffee mugs and stickers and I think we're adding some new stuff relatively soon stickers look at that sticker Nick has it um, wow. but yeah if you if you can't support us with by giving us money you know there's there's because there's a pandemic going on that's cool head over to uh, twitter.com slash bros underscore talking instagram.com slash bros talking or facebook.com and drop us follows and likes and also our YouTube page go sub there and uh, once we hit 100 subs you will get free enter to get free merch so. Free merch, free merch, free merch. And like I said, there's some new stuff dropping soon. Maybe even a a different style. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh. Oh. Oh, a little bit of a oh. teaser there. Oh, wow. A cliffhanger of sorts. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh wow. 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 <laughs> Nick, we don't really have anything wow. huge planned for today, I'd say. No, it was more of a, hey, let's get back on track and start recording episodes again. <laughs> <laughs> let's do some things. Let's do a thing correctly this time. Um, yeah. 
so with that being said, uh, we have a we're we're relying on our old friend Buzzfeed. You heard of her? <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard of Buzzfeed. Uh, we're gonna do a movie quiz. This is this uh this quiz is called this is not an easy movie trivia quiz so i will be impressed oh. if you get at least 12 out of 18 right oh 18 all right 12 out of 18 what percentage is that math is hard math is hard are you doing the percentage because i don't want to <laughs> yeah okay that's a uh, 66 repeating of course ah, 66.6 repeating of that's, that's a barely passing grade i know all right so here we go Wait, like, is there any other basis other than it's a really not easy movie quiz? Like, is no, it going to have actors or characters or plots or... Uh, I, don't I don't think know. so. I think it's just like... And you're quizzing me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, answer... yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, my computer's being real slow. Okay, here we go. Number Question number one. Which famous British comedian voiced Zazu in The Lion King? Stephen Fry. John Nope. Oh, it's multiple choice. <laughs> Stephen Fry, Rowan Atkinson, or Alan Carr? Oh, in the original? Yes, in the original. <laughs> not not in the new one. Um, Rowan Atkinson. Correct. Rowan Atkinson, mm-hmm. who also plays Mr. Bean. Yes. Uh, question number two. Which actor, in one of their first roles, played a young Wendy Darling in Hook? Gwyneth Paltrow, Cameron Diaz, or Jennifer Garner? I think it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Correct. The film was actually directed by her godfather, Steven Spielberg. Interesting. I didn't know Hook was directed by Steven Spielberg. You didn't? No. Oh, it's I'm really dumb. Good. We, did, we, just, we just did a Steven Spielberg. I, I know it's a good movie. I just didn't know it was Spielberg. And we just did a Spielberg episode two weeks ago. Yeah, that's our most recent episode. Go listen to it, brostalkingpod.com. <laughs> um, number three, which of the following is not a is not true about Star Wars A New Hope? Almost every studio passed on making it. George Lucas gave up an extra directing fee in exchange for the merchandising and sequel rights, or the film won Best Picture Oscar at the 1978 Academy Awards. That one is not true. The film did not win. No, it did not. Yeah, so see, yeah, because Lucas did give up his directing rights to get to own the merch and the sequels, mm-hmm. which was which is probably yeah. one of the best decisions of his entire life. He, uh, Lawrence Kasdan, right, uh, directed Empire, and I forget who directed. Yep. He might have. Yeah, but... Lucas might have directed six. Oh, I don't think he did. Maybe. But um... but owning the merch, owning the merch rights was big. Yeah. It was nominated, though. Yes, that I know. I know it didn't win. Number four. Who did Steven Spielberg originally want for the role of Dr. Grant, Dr. Alan Grant in Jurassic Park? Kevin Costner, Harrison Ford, or Tom Hanks? Honestly, this is a guess. I'm going to guess Harrison Ford. I would also guess Harrison Ford because, like, Sam Neill looks a decent amount like Harrison Ford. Yeah. And I feel like he acts like he acts like an Indiana Jones type character. He does with the hat and everything. Is it um is it Tom Hanks? No. The correct answer was Harrison Ford. Oh, it was. Yep. Oh, 
shit. During a special screening for the 30th anniversary of Raiders of the Lost Ark, Steven Spielberg, who was there along with Harrison, told the crowd that he had offered him the role first and that he turned him down. Good I wonder how Harrison feels about that. Probably fine. <laughs> I feel like I'm sure he's he's okay. He doesn't I've, care. That and I feel like Harrison Ford is one of the people, one of the actors who like hates acting. Like yeah. he just he just doesn't <laughs> seem like he's ever having a good time. Him and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, they always just like, ugh, I hate that I'm doing this. Yep. Uh, number five. Which of these facts is true about The Departed? Martin Scorsese had been wanting to make it since the early 90s. It's a remake of a Hong Kong film. Robert Redford was everyone's first choice to play Frank Costello. It's, uh, again, this one's a guess. I'm going to go with uh, C, Robert Redford. Robert Redford was everyone's first choice? That is incorrect. Ooh, my first wrong one. It is a remake of a critically acclaimed Hong Kong film. The original was a 2000... No, that's wait. What you were you were supposed to say? Which one was true? Oh, oh well, that would that would make a. I mean, it still it will still would have been a guess, but uh, the original okay. was a 2002 movie titled Internal Affairs. So the more you know, number six. Which of these facts is true? Which of these facts is true about the Nightmare Before Christmas? Tim Burton didn't direct it. Disney delayed the release because a uh, release of it because of Hocus Pocus. Danny Elfman does the speaking voice for Jack Skellington. Uh, I'm going to go with B. Disney, Disney delayed, delayed the release because of Hocus Pocus. That is incorrect. Tim Burton Fuck. did not direct this movie. Ah, what? It's, it's Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas. The movie was That's based crazy. on a story and characters that Tim created, but the film was directed by Henry Selick. Tim did not produce. Tim did produce the film, though. Mm. Well, looky, I don't know. You're messing up, dude. You're messing up. I know. Uh, number seven. Which of these facts is not true? Not which of these facts is not true about coming to America? Oh boy. <laughs> Paula Abdul choreographed the grand entrance dance scene. It is the first film where Eddie Murphy played multiple characters. Janet Jackson turned down the role of Lisa McDowell. Which is not true. Uh, A, Paul Abdul did not choreograph. Incorrect. Shit. Uh, Janet Jackson did not turn down the role of Lisa McDowell. She neither auditioned nor was offered the role, so she wasn't even considered. However, Paula Abdul did get her job as the choreographer because the film's director, John Landis, wanted the choreographer... Who created Janet Jackson's dance moves? So apparently, Paul Abdul worked with Janet Jackson on her dance moves. So the more you know. Would you look at that? <laughs> uh, number eight. Which actor was originally cast as Juliet, opposite Leonardo DiCaprio in Romeo and Juliet? Kate Winslet, Liv Tyler, or Natalie Portman? Liv Tyler. That is incorrect. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. It was Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman was forced to drop out of the movie after executives at Fox saw the rehearsals and thought she looked way too young to be playing Leonardo DiCaprio's love interest. Interesting. When did that movie come out? He like looked 97? pretty young. He, 98, I think. He looks pretty young in that movie, too, though. That's true. 
I don't I don't know how young she looked. Which of these facts is true about Scream? It was originally called Scary Movie. They originally wanted Heather Locklear to play Gail Weathers. Denise Richards was forced to drop out of the role of Casey Becker after Drew Barrymore wanted the role instead of Sydney. Instead of the role of Sydney. A. A, it was originally called Scary Movie. Yeah. That is correct. All right, yeah, because uh, I think the Scary Movie franchise ripped it off. Yeah, it was, it was a Scary Movie franchise makes fun of Scream a lot. Yeah. Uh, number 10. All right, back on the right side of the board. Okay. <laughs> number 10. Which actor was cast as Marty McFly in Back to the Future before being let go and replaced by Michael J. Fox? Rob Lowe? Emilio Estevez or Eric Stoltz? Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz is correct. Yep. Uh, re- the Robert Zemeckis recast the role after five weeks of filming because he thought Eric was too mm-hmm. serious for the role. Interesting. I would have said. Uh, I would have said. Robert I've, Lowe. I've heard that story multiple times. I also called him Robert for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number 11. Which of these facts is true about Pretty Woman? It is based oh, it is based on a novel a novel. Sorry, let me read it, read this. Let me start over. It is based on a novel titled 3000. R- Richard Gere flew to LA to beg Julia Roberts to take the role of Vivian. The original script had a uh, the original script for it had a dark ending where Vivian oh sorry where Edward tosses Vivian out of the car and he throws the money he owes onto her. B. Richard Gere flew Richard to Gere. L.A. to beg Julia Roberts. Beg, yeah, <laughs> it's incorrect. Uh, uh, it was the I dark. It was the dark it. ending. Mm. Uh, n- number twelve. I don't know if you're gonna get this one right. The Little Mermaid. Oh is credited with what? The Little Mermaid is credited with being the first animated movie to be nominated for a Best Picture Oscar, for helping Disney, helping save Disney and Disney's animation department and bringing on the Disney Renaissance, or saving Disney from a corporate takeover after the financial disaster that was the opening of Disneyland Paris. Ooh, all of these could be true. They could be. Um, I'm going to go with B. Helping save Disney's animation department and bringing on the Disney yeah. Renaissance. Yeah, that is correct. Okay. At the cool. time of its release in 1989, Disney had not had a huge animated movie in a long time. It was on the verge of shutting down its animation department. Huh? Who knew? Number thirteen. Who is the only designer to make a cameo in the Devil Wears Prada? Valentino, Ralph Lauren, or Calvin Klein? Ralph Lauren was in Friends, so I'm going to guess he's up for making other cameos, so I'm going to go with Ralph Lauren. All right. That is incorrect. It was Valentino. I don't even know who Valentino is, so. Uh, Number 14, which of these facts is true about Clueless? Oh, God. (laughs) Kerry Washington turned down the role of Dion? Dion? Coolio almost passed on them using Roland with the homies in the movie, or Amy Heckerling 
who wrote and directed the movie, originally pitched Clueless as a TV series to Fox. Which of those is true about Clueless? C, the TV show. That is correct. I'm pretty sure it ended up being a TV show. Maybe. After the movie. You could be right. I, there's no way to know. There's no way of ever finding out. Uh, number 15, including a 2000, including the 2018 film, how many versions of A Star is Born are there? Three, four, or five? Four. I'm trying to think. I th- yeah, you're right. Four. There are. There's the original 1937, a 1954, and a, a 1976, and the 2018. Guess how many I've seen? Zero. Correct. <laughs> I have also not seen a Star Is Born. Number sixteen. I know the song. I mean, who doesn't? Number 16, Disney originally envisioned Beauty and the Beast as what? A live-action movie? As a darker, more dramatic, and non-musical animated movie? Or as an almost three-hour animated musical movie that would be pretty faithful to the adaptation of La Belle et la Bête by Gabrielle Suzanne de Villeneuve? That one is very specific. (laughs) Very very specific. That was incorrect. Shit, is it B? Because I was going to yeah, say B. Yeah, a darker, more dramatic, yeah. non-musical animated movie. Mm-hmm. Which would be interesting to see, like, if they do that. That would be remake. interesting, yeah. Uh, number 17. Black Panther has the distinction of which of the following? Being the first superhero film to win the Cannes Film Festival Palme d'Or Award? Being the first superhero film to be nominated for a Best Picture Oscar? Or being the fastest Marvel film to earn a billion dollars at the box office? B. B is correct, and unfortunately, that's where we lost the rest of the episode, although there was only like four or five minutes left, but Nick and I should just never be allowed to do quiz episodes again, because we always wind up losing them somehow, um, but Nick wound up getting a 10 out of 18, so he didn't impress BuzzFeed, uh, but until next week, guys, that's that was it. <laughs> that was it. We're back on track, baby. Let's go. BrosTalkingPod.com for all of our contact information. And if you want to set us topics to talk about, if you want us to draft something or rank something, just hit us up there. Uh, but until next week, guys, stay safe. I said drive fast and drive furious, but don't do that. Don't do that. Just, you know, be safe. Be healthy. Be happy. Goodbye. Sean Khalifa, man. Money's the motivation, money's the conversation You on vacation, we getting paid so we on vacation I did it for the fam, it's whatever we had to do, it's just who I am Yeah, it's the life I chose, gunshots in the dark, one eye closed And we got it cooking like a one eye stove You can catch me kissing my girl with both eyes closed yeah. Perfecting my passion, thanks for asking couldn't slow down, so we had to crash it. You use plastic, we bout cash. I see some people ahead that we gon' pass, yeah. I never fear death or dying. I only fear never trying. I am whatever I am. Only God can judge me now. One shot, everything rides on tonight. Even if I've got three strikes, I'ma go for it this moment. See these people
same ones that I ride with, be the same ones that I die with. Put it all out on the line with. If you're looking for me, you can find wit in the new car.